So um, what are some of those uh, responses that people have? And then we'll do a little practice of our conversations at the end. So far up to this point, the instruction has been to do the most basic rote presentation. Some of you are talkers, and uh, you haven't been able to do that most basic rote presentation because you're just so conversational. Um, but that's good because we're going to move towards that conversational practice now uh, or, or, or at the end. Um, at the end, um, before we break into groups, though, I'm going to talk about what we're going to do next week. So this is our second to last week, and uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, if you did not get a handout on the way in, I've got some. It just gives a little bit. We're going to talk about boxes four, five, and six. You, you could note some. Uh, uh, there are some notes there. There's also what the rope presentation is. This is the same as your little booklet here. It's just for you to kind of quickly glance because the participation manuals that I wanted to use for the class were not ready yet because they're in between the old and the new version. So this is for your memory. For your memory, you can memorize all this, really. You are working on that, and uh, some of you are knowing it. We've been having lots of fun as a family working on memorizing. It's fun to see the kids uh, feeling more confident that, 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 that they can share their faith as well. One difference with the handout for this week I put on there um, where to draw what. So if you're like, ah, I know I'm supposed to draw these drawings. At what point do I draw these drawings? Well, it has little uh, parts in italics of what you draw when. So hopefully that, that, that's helpful for you if it's been uh, confusing at all. Does anyone need one of those? Do you not grab one on the way in? Cambria? Uh, Jeremy, would, would you be willing to help uh, with, with, with whoever needs these? And they're also at the front entrance and at the uh, side entrance. Thanks a ton, Jeremy. Just raise your hand. You don't have to be embarrassed. There's far worse things, and Jesus has forgiven those. Okay, great. So there it is. So now what we're going to do is read through boxes four through six. Just take a couple minutes. You can tell me what you've highlighted, what, you, what stands out to you. If you're like, oh, my Two Ways to Live booklet, I don't have that. They're up here on a chair. Please feel free to grab one and then keep it and share it for when you're going to have a gospel conversation with someone. I'm going to read to you chapter 4, I mean, or page 4, and, uh, and then I want you to say, first of all, what's essential? You're going to include this in a gospel presentation, and then after that, we'll have opportunity to say, did they miss something? Got it? Okay. Four. God, God loves the world he created, and he loves us. He didn't leave us to suffer the consequences of our rebellion. He sent his own divine son into the world to save us, the man, Jesus Christ. Unlike us, Jesus didn't rebel against God. He always lived under God's rule, giving honor and thanks to him and obeying him in everything. He didn't deserve God's judgment in any way. He didn't deserve to die. Yet Jesus did die. Although he had the power of God to heal the sick and even raise the dead, Jesus allowed himself to be executed on a Roman cross. Why? The extraordinary news is that Jesus died as a substitute for rebels like us. He took upon himself the judgment and punishment that we deserved by dying on the cross in our place. Death is the punishment for rebellion, and he died our death. All this is completely, completely undeserved by us. We rejected God, but because of his great love, God sent his son to die for us. Okay, so that is page four. If you, again, if you need a booklet, just 
come up and, and grab one. Again, there's no shame in doing that. Um, what stands out to you as essential? So we see the summary statements there. You've been working on memorizing those. Those are great summary statements. But there, you're going to want to include more than that as you have an actual conversation. So from what I just read from page four there, what stands out to you as essential? Of course I'd include that. Or that concept is really important. Do we have the handheld mic going? Because I was watching some of the equipping hour from last week, and there's a lot of silence. So uh, um, we'll try to pass it around as much as we can. Okay, th th thank you, Katie. An essential concept? Yours should be highlighted by now, written in. I know you keep this with you all. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jesus did die, although he had the power of God to heal the sick and even raise the dead. Jesus allowed himself to be executed on a Roman cross. Yeah, and why is that important, Mike? So transitional. Mm -hmm. It connects God and Jesus. It connects us, uh, his substitute to us, right. and, and what our response might be. Okay, great. Thank you. Is there something else that stands out to someone? Perfect, Cademan. Thank you. Yeah, Marga? Hold on just a second. Mike's coming. Or Cademan's coming, not Mike, but Cademan's coming with Mike. He, he'll, Cademan will get it. Go ahead. You're going to talk. Okay, and, and from that paragraph, what stands out to you? Is there one or two words? It's the idea of, of, of substitute, right? Yeah. Yeah, great. Okay, very good. You, and you can see how this builds off of some of those concepts from that previous uh, page. You know, what the, what, what, what the punishment of sin is, Jesus dying in our place, a substitute for us. Any other concepts stand out to you? Thanks, Margo. Right. Kind of a key concept. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's something that they could make more explicit and they describe him as divine son, the man Jesus Christ. Um, and we know that that is so core to our understanding of the gospel, that Jesus is God become man. And so they are, 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 are putting at that. But then you also, when you listen to some of the um, gospel presentations in Scripture, this also mirrors that, where that is not always the main thing that they focus on. If you read through, through Acts, yes, it's true, but they don't always make that. I want to say even super clear, um, um, it is the focus is God sending his son as, as savior, as ruler, as, as, as judge. So I like how that mirrors that. Thanks, Jan. Anything else stand out? Yeah, Josh. Right. Uh, that, is this working? Yep. Uh, yeah, just that it says God loves the world he created, and he loves us. And so 
that's why he didn't leave us uh, to suffer the consequences of our, of our sin and, and rebelling against him. Great, great. Thanks, Josh. A, uh, another uh, uh, key concept is Jesus's, oh, 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 Jesus's obedience to the Father. So this is another thing that's kind of mentioned for the first time. It had been two pages of really bad news and everyone wearing their own crown. So this is a man who lives perfectly under Jesus's, un, under God's rule. So he obeys God, and because of that, he, he, he can take our punishment if he deserved death. And so these are things that we kind of get used to in explaining the gospel. You're going to talk to someone that this is for the first time that they've ever heard this. And so we have to, and, and again, uh, in, in your actual conversation, don't get stuck with, I memorized this. You know, the pictures help you remember the, the, the summary statements. The summary statements are just the launching point for the wonder of the gospel, right? There was a man who perfectly obeyed God. Like, that's shocking. Okay, sweet. Um, was there anything missing? Was there anything that stood out to you as like, ah, on this, pic, on this part about Jesus, we really need to say this? Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, I try to see, um, yeah, so, so, I'm trying to see. It does say he didn't deserve to, to a die, yeah, so, great, yeah. Yeah, Hugo. Hmm, Okay. And why? Yes, I can't disagree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, and lots of people know him as a teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking through some of the gospel presentations in in scripture that's definitely going to become important when someone follows Christ when 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 someone submits to him um, he lived perfectly he also taught perfectly um, as far as um, how core to that it, in, in you know your first gospel presentation yeah but that's definitely where you're going to bring someone you know the rest of your life on earth is learning to follow what, what, what Jesus taught let's uh, move to uh, the uh, uh, fifth page it's not like you don't hear me enough, but I'll just read it. Uh, God accepted Jesus' death as payment in full for our sins and raised him from the dead. Jesus defeated death and rose up to be what humanity was always meant to be, the ruler of God's world. As God's ruler, Jesus has also been appointed as God's judge of the world. When Jesus returns and the judgment day comes, Jesus will be the one calling us to account for our rebellion against God. I just have to highlight here. This is something that's not emphasized in a lot of gospel presentations, but if you read through the book of Acts, whether to Jews or Gentiles, this is a major part of, the, of, uh, of New Testament preaching. But Jesus is not only God's appointed king and judge, he's also the savior from judgment. Because of his death in our place, he now offers to forgive all our sins. They've already been paid for. We can now make a fresh start with God, no longer as rebels, but as loyal friends, giving all thanks and honor to him. 
In this new life that Jesus offers, God himself comes to live within us by his spirit. We can experience the joy of a new relationship with God. And when Jesus does return in all his glory, we can be totally confident that we'll be acceptable to him. Not because we deserve to be, but because he took our punishment by dying in our place. What stands out to you as, as significant in this paragraph? And again, if you don't have one, please just make your way to the front and, and, and grab a copy so you can follow along. And you can keep that copy and give it to someone they have a conversation with. What stands out to you? Yeah. Yeah, right? So that is very hopeful, and it's a neat way of phrasing that, right? That's not our normal churchies, but it is a great way to kind of express what God does. And they, they, they also describe a, a, a new life, and yeah, so if, uh, if I start with God, what are some others that you uh, notice? I kind of spoiled it a little bit. There is a real emphasis on Jesus being judge. Again, I really appreciate that that mirrors the New Testament uh, 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 preaching, uh, preaching emphasis, but not one that we often do. It really ties really well with this uh, idea of Jesus being the ruler of the world, but then he's not just a human ruling on the world. He's been exalted, and so that's why in that little picture it symbolizes it really well. Jesus being in God's crown. Uh, that's going to lead to some interesting questions. It's a neat visual. For Christians, the divine son has been exalted as the Lord over everything. And we have to give an account to him. Yeah, Jesse. Yes, yeah, the, 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 the resurrection. And that's something neat here is it emphasizes the resurrection in a really whole way. It's not just kind of attack on and Jesus, God didn't live Jesus dead. It ties it into Jesus' conquering death. And so as it is here, um, it makes it a little bit more kind of a, a key part of the big story of the Bible rather than um, leaving Jesus on the cross where a lot of gospel presentations so focus on Jesus dying for your sins. There's no like what's next. So yeah, great, great, Jesse. It kind of forces us to make sure we don't miss it. The resurrection. Yeah, James. Okay, and Cadman's coming with the mic here. Thanks, Cadman. Oh. So, uh, so picture four and five mm -hmm. does a great job of of uh, of describing the great exchange, mm -hmm. right? Because it's you know you 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 see that last sentence. By dying in our place, mm -hmm. right, and and that um, when when you um, uh, and and the fact is is that we we talk about it here as if as if it's given, but you know a lot of the times people don't know what what the, what the exchange is. Mm -hmm. He he taking our sins and we take his his righteousness, his mm -hmm. life. Yeah, great. Thanks, James. Um, it 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 may lead a a, a question. For, for some of you, depending on where you are uh, the, the, theologically, explaining to someone Jesus dying in the place of, of, of sinners. If you know the phrase limited atonement, 
the uh, understanding that Jesus died for, for all of, of, of God's elect as compared to Jesus dying, taking the punishment for every single sinner who ever lived. And the presentation here sounds a little bit more like Jesus takes the punishment for every sinner who ever lived. And there are questions about that. Then, then, then what does that mean for them to, to suffer eternally still? Um, one of the ways that, 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 I, that, I, that I've probably kind of um, worked through this is that Jesus died in the place of sinners. Jesus died to take the punishment of sinners. I personally don't, don't emphasize Jesus died to take your punishment as, as, as he died in your place, um, in the place of sinners. And I think that that matches up with, with uh, some of the language in, in the New Testament and a, a, a understanding of what was accomplished on the cross. Um, so that's something that I might tweak a, a little bit in my presentation, um, but that's not like something that is, uh, um, even different people at our church will hold to the doctrine with different strength. So that's just a little bit. If, 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 if you have any follow-up questions, I would be happy to, to, to discuss that with you later. It is one of the, the, the difficulties of understanding Jesus' atonement. And maybe for some of you, when you first started understanding some of the doctrines of grace, uh, like in my experience, I started understanding limited atonement or questioning who did Jesus die for and how do I communicate this with people, uh, it can be a challenge. It's, it's very appealing to say, Jesus died to take your punishment. And broadly, for humanity, yes, that is true. Um, in the way of, of uh, so, so many people have misused that and saying, oh, well, he died to take my, sure, I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, I believe that. And then they kind of like take that as a pass instead of no, I, I like that is my hope. I'm relying on that. I've turned, I've turned from my sins. Now this presentation do, does a good job of calling people to to uh, to 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 submit to the Lord. So that's just something that you may have read through and kind of been kind of processing through. And for some of you. You're like, I say this all the time. I'm perfectly okay with this. For some of you, like, I might need to tweak that. Um, but we want to proclaim Christ as God's uh, answer for sinners and that we come to God through Jesus Christ. And Jesus welcomes every sinner to himself, right? Jesus appeals to every single, every single sinner through us. That's what gospel preaching is. You can be reconciled to God if you go to Jesus Christ. Jesus died in the place of sinners. If you go to him, you can have total confidence that he is the one who takes the punishment of your sins. So that's just a little bit of some of the language that, 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 that I would use. If you have any more questions about that, would love to talk more. Um, anything else stand out to you on this page? Or any questions? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? So, so again, that may not be, so we may not talk a lot about God's spirit coming. It's going to be a new concept for people, but God is a triune God, and this is how we have new life. And as that person, if they believe in Christ, that's going to become a huge uh, 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 emphasis in their ongoing walk. Yeah. It's how we get new life. Okay, well, we'll move on to the sixth box. I don't know if we're going to accomplish everything we mean to accomplish, but that's okay. Uh, here, here, here's box six. Um, the first way to live is to continue in our rebellion against God, ignoring him, 
and running our own lives our own way. Sadly, this is the choice that many people continue to make. The end result of living this way is the inevitable and rightful judgment of God. We not only have to put up with the damaging consequences of rejecting God here and now, but we face the dreadful prospect of an eternity of separation from him. I may not even just say eternity, I may say being eternity of being punished by, 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 by him. Separation, some people, doesn't feel like a bad thing, um, but there is active punishment by God. But there is another way. If we turn to God and ask for forgiveness, trusting in Jesus as a resurrected ruler and savior, then everything changes. For a start, God wipes the slate clean. He accepts Jesus' death as payment for our sinful rebellion and freely and completely forgives us. He pours his own spirit into our hearts and gives us a new life that stretches past death and into eternity. We are no longer rebels, but part of God's own family. We now live with God's son Jesus as our ruler. It's pretty exciting there. Um, what are um, some things that stand out to you in that description of those two ways to live? We're finally there, right? Yeah, Cambria, hold on, the mic's coming. I think that it really obviously emphasizes that there are only two ways to live. Like, mm -hmm. once you've heard this, you can't just be neutral to it. Like, being neutral is making the choice that you want to continue in rebellion against mm -hmm. God. Yeah. So. Yeah, great. Thank you. I was, I was, it was well stated. And, and I think I've shared here before the, the, the experience of talking to someone who, who didn't believe in God, who denied the existence of God, or, and then bringing them to this question and then them contemplating it. And so it just has a neat way of, of working around and really brings into that person being what they are, that, 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 that they are a creature in rebellion against God. And so are they going to continue? Yeah. Great. Thank you. What's, yeah. Uh, can you can you start start again? It's not really fair. I say yes, and then uh, <laughs> really I should wait till the mic gets in your hand, and then say yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I I like how you said you have to um, I guess expound or emphasize what does it mean to be separated mm. from God? Uh, what is this punishment that is coming? And I guess I don't know how people feel about explaining what hell technically is, mm -hmm. and you know espousing a what that means because some people might say I'm already separate from God I don't believe in God yeah, so right. or look at how the world is so this is already hell or separate from God right. and explaining no there is a punishment coming yeah. and it's not something you should uh, desire you something should be fearful and desire to escape and mm -hmm. that's the reason why we're uh, sharing Jesus Christ and the hope and salvation in him so you can yeah. escape that fate yeah great awesome thank you yeah, you may not want to get into all the details of a hell right there, um, but uh, um, you know, to we we just don't understand how much good we experience, and so to have only God's hostility for eternity, that is not like Earth. What are some key words of these two ways, right? So 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 there's some good verbs here. Um, you know, the verbs are the actions we do or think or um, say. Like, what are some good verbs here that, that help explain these two ways? Yeah, yeah, right. To, 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 to reject versus sub, sub, submit. Those are two strong words, right? To submit to Jesus as king, that's going to be, it's going to, freak some people out. Um, reject 
is also a strong word, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, great. Yeah, so you are choosing to continue death, but then to eternal death as you have the option of life. Yeah. Yeah, rebels versus part of the family. Great. I really like this verb, rely on Jesus's death, death and, and, and resurrection. We know uh, if you grew up in church, you, you believe in Jesus's death and like for you, and believe is a good biblical word. Maybe you've used the word trust. Uh, rely, I think, sums that up a lot. I am not going to rely on any good things I've done. I'm not going to rely on any of my promises to do better. My, I'm going to rely. I'm going to put my, my hope, and I like the word hope, too. I'm going to hope completely in Jesus' death. Hope is kind of tricky because it has the sense of hope, like maybe it's going to work out or maybe not. Um, um, to rely kind of pulls that together well. Okay, well, next time we are going to uh, go through the, uh, 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 how the uh, book ends, so, so, so how to respond. If you haven't read that, make sure to, to uh, do so. Um, I think uh, it's really pretty cool. Um, it's basically talking to God about how you, are, how you regret your rebellion against him, how you... you uh, are sorry for that, submitting to, 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 to Jesus and trusting Jesus. And I love in it, he's, he's going to say, trusting Jesus is something we keep doing. And uh, so if you haven't read it, please, please do. Okay, well, we're going to try to transition here. We still want to give you some practice time. I don't know how, how, how far we're going to get. Uh, um, we're going to have some help from the uh, uh, audio and uh, slide team with showing some videos. But first, I'm going to read you a little uh, uh, scenario, and then we'll see some practice, and we'll see how much of this we, we, we get through. Someone could respond, no. Like, like so you bring them to the um, question. And let, let's see, I will uh, read this here. So sometimes people will, will re react to the presentation by not only admitting that they are currently living as their own boss, that they're living my way. So which of these two ways describes how you're living now? And they say my way. Okay? Um, and so which way do you want to live? My way. Okay? And that could totally happen. That really is the honest answer for most people we talk to. Just most people aren't going to be so blunt about it. Okay? But, that, um, but that they want it to stay that way. They don't want anything to do with God's new way. I'm going to choose my way. How would you handle that sort of response? So can a couple people give some an idea if someone says, no, I'm living my way and I want to keep living my way. How may you respond? Yeah. Yeah, right? So, so to talk about hell with them, to let them know the serious consequences of their choice, right? To give a, a sober warning of saying, you know that means you're going to be punished by God for eternity. Is that really worth living your own way now? Great, yeah. Are there any other ways we might want to respond to them when they say, my way? Yeah. Um, yeah, aside from what Titus said, kind of like restating 
kind of their choice. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, so this is you're choosing to continue to rebel, and, and this is the consequence you're choosing. I would also talk about the joy of knowing Christ, mm, um, yeah. and and that I would yeah talk about my own testimony. That would be an awesome thing to to do then. Yeah. Yeah, Let's just that. You know, I I also chose to rebel against God and live my own way. Yeah. And and it brought misery in my life and slavery. Um, and so I understand where you're coming from. Um, but this is, you know, what happened when I believed on Christ. Like, my life was transformed. And it's I've had more joy than ever before at living God's way. Yeah, that's uh, very cool. Awesome. Thank you. Do uh, we have one more uh, p- potential response here? Yes. Hi, Ada. The mic is coming. Hold on just a sec. We're, we are going to need to move in, build well, in mic time next time. I yeah. think hell is an important thing if they reject because so many people think it's party city. Yeah. And, you know, Scripture says, you know, it's gnashing of teeth, you know, it's darkness forever. Yeah. Your, your thirst is never quenched. You know, maybe tell them the story of Lazarus and the rich man mm. um, and just really stress, you know, just the, you know, the agony, yeah. you know, eternally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so thank you. Yeah. So, so stress what the reality of a hell is. Things when, you know, we've had people, I know people, you know, um, their loved one dies and the first thing yeah. they say is, well, they're in a better place and, you know, or they're in heaven and they yeah. just assume that everybody's going to heaven. You yeah. know, as long as you're not a murderer, or, you know, something really serious. Yeah. They think they're a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that could be, 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 be also important as we emphasize, um, the, uh, um, what what the punishment for sin is because that is such a, a common concept you know here most people i think with i mean i don't even know what they would say they believe that they evolved and that they're all matter but they believe that you go to a better place when you die or that you rest in peace it's 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 very strange and so to make clear um what scripture teaches well, we're going to watch uh, um, a little conversation here, and then we'll, 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 we'll dialogue about what he did and maybe get some ideas. It's just a couple-minute clip. After you've shared the content of Two Ways to Live with Someone in whatever context or in whatever way that might have happened, where do you go to next? When you ask someone... Which way do you want to live? What do you do with their answers? The role plays that come next provide some examples of where conversations might head and how we can deal with these various scenarios. These are not meant to be scripts that you memorise to reproduce, simply indications of the kind of things you might want to say in different circumstances. The first scenario is one in which someone really wants nothing to do with the gospel or Christianity. They're happy living their own lives on their own without God. How do you handle this kind of fairly strong rejection of the gospel? What do you say in response 
that's gentle and yet honest and challenging. Here's an example of how it can be done. Okay, I've said a fair bit, and if what I've said is true, then it leaves you with a choice. Two ways to live. Which of the two ways do you want to live? My way. Definitely my way. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead to be ruler of everything? No, I do not. Well, um, who do you say he was then? I think he was a very good man, but a very misunderstood man. Okay. Have you read any of the New Testament lately? Uh, no. I don't mean to be rude, but don't you think you should? I mean, if what I'm saying is right, and you keep on living your way, you're going to face some pretty drastic consequences. And you don't seem too worried because you don't believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Even though you haven't looked at the information recently and made a proper assessment. I mean, at least look at it first, then you know what you're rejecting. Otherwise, you're just believing in an unsupported opinion. And, you know, I'd be happy to go through one of the Gospels with you, if you like. Well, um, can I, uh, can I think about it? Of course you can. So uh, that was really quick. Now, when it says men, it's not like only men can have that. There's, there's, there's also a, 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 a kind of women actors too, and I would love to, 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 to use them, um, but, uh, but just one of the uh, blouses is kind of like, like low cut, so I just have tried to uh, uh, avoid using the uh, women actors. That's just not to throw you off. Why does it only say men? Uh, sorry for the long answer. So what did you notice that, that they uh, uh, did or that he did? Now, that's just one tactic. You can come up with your own. We've already talked about some, but what was the tactic he used? Where did he move the conversation towards? Margo? Right, right. So, so this is cool. He is looking for an opportunity to have an ongoing relationship, and this is someone he already knows, but an ongoing conversation with him. So that would be a tremendous win. If you got someone to say, uh, yeah, I would consider reading the New Testament, I consider reading Mark or John with you. How cool would, 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 would that be? Now, how does he get him to even contemplate that? How does he push him there? He was a little assertive, wasn't he? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, so kind of stern... But, but but inviting at the same time, and certain and inviting about what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Melissa. Oh wait, hold on. I'm making Cademan. Uh, there you go. We're we're going to learn this in a, over time. Yeah. So the question was, well, then who do you say Jesus is? Yeah. Which is kind of where he didn't let him off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So 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 who do you? Because most people have an idea of who Jesus is. Not many will say, I don't believe he existed at all. Maybe. Most will say, ah, he was a good teacher. I'm like, well, that is radically different from, from what I just told you the Bible says. Would you be interested in reading scripture? I don't know, was, was, was there anything else you noticed? Or I mean, he could have said so many more things, um, but what did you notice or maybe could, could build upon, improve upon? Yeah, James, hold on. Oh, wait. Okay, sorry, wait. Providence has spoken. Sorry, James, you're going to have to wait. Uh, I was just going to say, he challenged him. He asked him, okay, you're going to go ahead and disregard Jesus, but you don't even know what he taught. Mm. So he's challenging his own reasoning 
Mm-hmm. And now he has to defend his position, which he can't. Yeah, right? Because that's not who's... Everything we know about Jesus is that he is not just a good teacher. Ah, awesome. Thank you. James, hold on just a second. Cademan has his pedometer on today. <laughs> oh. So he appeals to objective evidence, which is the New Testament. Yeah. So it's not him just pontificating based on his own opinions, mm-hmm. but is something that's rooted in history and scripture. So yeah. the fact that we're using the Bible as a, as a way to get them to come to it rather than personal opinions. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Although we don't want to dismiss personal opinions, right? Because scripture is objective ed- evidence written by God's men. But as Josh shared a little bit ago, that's also objective evidence shared by God's men. Now, it doesn't have the same authority as weight of scripture, but God's spirit is in us if we've been transformed by him. And that's true. We can say with 100% certainty, Jesus Christ has changed my my life. Um, So it is a a neat answer he he gives. Let's go ahead and we're going to look at a different answer. What if someone says uh, a definite yes? Okay. Uh, so here's a second one. Um, so you say, well, well, which way do you want to live? God's, totally. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Okay, so uh, the, 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 the second, and I'm going to give you a handout later with a little flow chart. So uh, the, 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 the second of these, which we call definite yes, occurs when uh, someone wants to live God, to live God's way, but realizes they are presently living their way that they're not a Christian and would like to become one straight away. That sounds like an Australian way of saying things. You could tell they're all Australians, right? Um, it, it might follow conversation like this. So uh, you, which of these best represents the way you want to live? God's new way. Well, well, where are you living now? My way, I'm, I'm afraid. Would you like to make the change here and now? You can if you want to. Yes, I would. Okay, so what might you lead someone through next? Yeah, so, so, so you could encourage someone to pray, right? And if you were going to, to encourage someone to pray, now, now, now we overall would discourage giving them a script because we don't want the confidence to be in, like, I prayed the right 80 words, and so now I'm saved. What might be some of the things that you would express to them they might want to talk to, 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 to God about? You could just ask him, what would you want to say to God if you could? Because they might already be ready to, to, to tell you. But what are some, if we were to, box, to, to, to check mark some boxes here, how are they going to be saved? Yes, Polis. Um, I think I would want to find out what they mean by yes. Like, what are they saying yes to? Because it could be just by God's providence that something was, is going on in their life and us speaking to them at that moment, it just triggered something. Mm-hmm. And then also on the same token, wanting to make sure they understand the gospel. Because just because I went through this doesn't mean they completely get it. Yeah. So I want to walk through that and say, okay, what are you saying yes to? What is it that you understand? And then whatever comes out from that conversation, then to be able to speak to that. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah, so, and by kind of like, it, it, it does give us an, an opportunity to go through way, uh, like, the, like God's new way uh, 
again with them, right? Because we've done it as, in a sense, one half of one sixth of our overall presentation of the gospel. And this gives us some time to be like, that is so exciting. Let me make sure that, that or, well, like asking why first is really good, right? Like, well, I don't want to go to hell and I want, Jesus is so wonderful. Like, okay, awesome. Um, but, uh, um, but, but then, so what does it mean to, to, to follow Christ? Great. Um, yes, Jeremy. future we might have to get two of these i think we see in scripture a lot of you know how are you to be saved is to repent and believe mm-hmm. and so i think it's important to understand you're asking them to respond to this two ways to live and yeah. not only believing the message of the gospel but then to to turn right turn away from your sin and to turn towards god i think they say that in the in the in the sixth box of to turn to Jesus, to turn to God, but I think there's a missing part of we also need to turn away from our sin. Mm, yeah. So I think just making sure they understand this is what it looks like to then respond to this, you know, turning yeah. away from sin, turning towards God and, and believing in, in Christ for salvation. Great. Yeah. So 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 it is possible and maybe in a presentation where, where where sins that they are actively engaged in have not been 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 brought up. And so submitting to Jesus as your ruler, and again, and like this kind of gets to what 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 what, what Hugo has said too. You may, he may not have any idea, you know. So yeah, Jesus is is ruler now, instead of like I'm gonna actually have to turn away and 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 and, and choose to obey him. Thank you. Okay, well let's watch video um, number ten. There, there, David, and we'll see what they did. What we hope and pray is that when we explain the gospel to someone, they'll respond positively and want to turn back to God and live his way with Jesus as their ruler. But how do you help someone do this? Here's an example of how the conversation might continue when someone responds to the gospel by wanting to become a Christian. Okay, I've said a fair bit, but if what I've said is true, then it really leaves you with a choice of one or two ways. So which of the two ways do you want to live? Well, God's way. Yeah, definitely God's way. Which way would you say you're living now? Just as definitely my way. Hmm. Well, do you want to change? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to change. Um, What do I have to do? Okay. Well, initially, just three things. And there are three things that you will keep on doing throughout your life. The first is basically to say sorry, to, to talk to God and to own up and tell him you want to stop rebelling and start living his way. Second thing is start submitting and stop rebelling. Start living with Jesus as ruler. And as you do that, you find out what God wants you to do. So, you know, read the, read the Bible more, for example. All right. And the third thing is what you've already started to do is to keep on trusting him. And so it's pray, submit and trust. They're the three things you'll be doing for the rest of your life as a Christian anyway. Right, okay, pray. I I can't remember the last time I did that. Well, it doesn't need to be anything special, just something simple like, you know, dear God, I'm sorry that I've been rebelling against you and haven't lived life the way you want me to. Please help me now to accept Jesus and what he's done and that I can start living with him as ruler. Amen. Well, that sounds like something I can do. Um, Mm -hmm. Shall we give it a go? Yeah, go. Dear God, um, I'm sorry that I've rebelled against you. 
Now, 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 that was quick, and this is probably a point of, a, of, of the conversation that could go much longer, really, because you have got someone uh, who, who, who says that they are eager to repent and to be reconciled to God. You're going to have, like, one of the coolest opportunities in your life, right? Uh, but you are going to be trying to, and I think that, 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 that others have expressed, kind of do some more follow-up, maybe, than we saw in, in, in this conversation. Well, what does that mean to you? How um, does anything stand out in your life that might need to change? How, I mean, there's, 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 there's so much more here because it doesn't need to be quick. Uh, you might find yourself in a place where, like, oh, the bus stop's coming up. It's going to have to be quick here. I can't stay on for the next stop. And that's maybe a, 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 a quicker version. What are some uh, uh, things that they, they either he did well or that you could improve upon there? Yeah, Jacob, hold on just a second. Thanks, Jacob. I think he did well by encouraging him because, like, he took the first step of saying, yes, I do want to, you know, believe and trust God. And so um, he said, well, you've, you've already started that, like, mm. in, in a small way. Like, so yeah. I think that, that was, that was one, one good thing he did. Yeah. It's sort of just encouraging that, and, and even though it's a small thing, like, or not small, but. Yeah, no, sure, yeah. Well, and, and in a sense, it kind of is a small thing. Someone saying something's a very small thing, but, but, but right? It's just a, a words, but he's encouraging him, right? So he doesn't bring out the interrogator lamp and uh, start grilling him. Like, wait, how bad are you really? <laughs> um, yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, James. Oh, wait, we got honest. Great. I think we can also invite them to the cornerstone or the church. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good, a great job of explaining and then probably would... Uh, try to encourage them to join the local church. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it, it is totally time to be maximizing next steps. And, you know, and it's like start reading your Bible is good, but you're going to want to, like, give more help there. Uh, James? Okay, oh, okay, good. So so it is really good to, 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 to tell God you are sorry. Um, but that's not really a phrase in Scripture. Right, so so to repent of our sins, as Jeremy mentioned, is kind of a stronger word. And of course, with that repentance, you might tell God you're, you're sorry. You, you 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 might encourage them to be are you to be sad about their sins, um, to to tell God how much they regret living independently from Him. So sorry is your first point is good. Repent may be stronger. Right now, if someone is like. Oh, yeah, I did a bunch of bad things. I mean, like, I don't know. Our hearts should be involved there. So sorry brings out some of that. Um, um, So repenting is part of the gospel call. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ is part of the gospel call. I would be careful here to, 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 you know, as we number things, first you want to tell God you're sorry, and then you want to... uh, um, um, submit to Jesus as Lord, and, and you want to trust him. That Those things are true, right? Repenting means turning from our sin and turning in, in submission to Jesus Christ. We are going to obey him, whatever he requires. Um, um, 
But the scripture also says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you're going to be saved. So I want to be careful of making it like three things you have to do. Only three things. I don't know. We just got to be careful of some of that language where we tend to minimize and we try to give someone, because our hearts do this again and again. How are you right with God? Well, I need to be reading my Bible. I need to no, know you're right with God through faith in Jesus Christ. And, 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 and to keep emphasizing it is through Jesus only. So we are trusting. We are relying. Maybe that comes first. Uh, so just be, be kind of thinking through there. Was, was, was there maybe anything else that, that you might tweak he could improve upon? It's a very short kind of conversation there. But, but what would you add? Hold on just a second, Mike. If, if you can, maybe exchange phone number and then yeah. try and stay connected yeah. so that they're not just like, oh, where am I going to end up? What am I going to do? How do I do this when things get difficult or I don't understand something? Yes, right. Yeah, because we're not really out there to kind of like put notches in our evangelism belt, right? We are about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So we are going to follow with, I mean, hopefully they're going to be here at this church. If for some reason they are not, we want to make sure that they are in a good church. And if you don't know how to help them with that, then, then, then we want to help you help them. So, so they are, are committing to spend the rest of their lives under the lordship of Christ, becoming like him. And so that can't happen apart from, apart from church, right? It cannot happen apart from church. This is being part of a Bible-believing church is God's means for people to be transformed into Christ-likeness. So, awesome. Okay, well, we are starting to run out of time. I don't think we're going to get to our third box. We have time, though, in small groups for someone is probably just going to be one person who is wanting practice to talk someone else through a gospel, a, a, a gospel, a gospel conversation. So we're going to end with that um, by you breaking in into groups, and go ahead and role-play a little bit, but don't make it hard, okay? Role-play, but don't make it hard. The, the, the idea is we're going to try to work through all six boxes in more of a conversational way, and if you're like, I don't know these six boxes yet, do it in your rote way, okay? Um, if you like, I haven't done any practice at all, read through the script. There's cardstock here, and there's sh sh Sharpies. I was running through too many pads of paper here, so and we didn't have enough anyways. So there's cardstock, Sharpies, and I'm going to tell you before we do that what we're going to do next week. And next week, we are going to try to go through, no, well, Lord willing, we'll go through our next three responses. Um, so next week, we'll go through the next three responses, which is if, if someone is on the fence, if they're already a, 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 a Christian, um, if they say yes, but, 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 but not yet. Um, I also got a, a, a little resource that, that is part of the two ways to live booklet about answering some common questions. Um, I'm going to let, though, parents grab these because there is a question about sexual sin that includes a word that you may not be ready to talk to your teenagers about. 
So rather than teenagers thinking, oh, what is this, this, this word? I'm going to go and search for this. Um, um, parents can grab the, the handouts, and I'll let you all discern how best you want to, 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 to do that with, with, with your family. Um, I don't think it is so super shocking, like sadly, but I'll just let you manage that, okay? Um, you might just want to sharpie out a line and carry on. So uh, there are answers to common questions, and we'll talk about those next time. Okay, so questions to, to, I mean, answers to common questions is just a, a, a little packet. On that little packet, there's also a outline little flow chart of what you might do with different re, re, re responses. So if some of you have a particularly procedurally minded mind and uh, what if they say no or what if they say yes but not yet, there's kind of a little flow chart there. I tried to make it bigger and darker, but it's still, it, it's not super easy to, 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 to read. So at least one person in your family should have that for for uh, next uh, week, but uh, but junior hires should should not be the one to, to grab that. Just kind of let your parents manage that. Um, any questions about what we're going to do next week? We're going to keep practicing. Next week is the twenty fourth, right? Yeah, we're going to keep practicing. We're going to go through the other responses. We're going to go through some common questions. And remember, after service next week, we are going to go out in groups to have conversations with people. So we're going to knock on doors with invites for Vacation Bible School. We're going to ask people, and we'll probably go through a, a, a little script here, if they go to church, how does their church teach people they can have a right relationship with God, hopefully get an opportunity to go through the story of the Bible with them. So we're going to do that after church next Sunday. If that's scary, God is awesome. If you have never done this before, we'll try to pair you up with someone who has done this. And, uh, and so if you would like to go out with us, please bring a sack lunch. And at least I'm going. So at least in a group, I'll be going. And hopefully some of you are going to go too. So I imagine there'll be some of us. So. And we'll bring out some, some vacation uh, Bible school flyers. If you uh, can't wait until next Sunday, there's a neat opportunity at Lemon Park next Tuesday uh, between 4 and or between 4, is it 4.30 you're going to meet there at 4? You got to tell me. Okay, 4.30, meeting at Lemon Park, doing some setup as a promo for Vacation Bible School. That might be a, a, a neat opportunity, too, to go and, and uh, practice, uh, take opportunity to tell someone the story of the Bible. So they're doing some, some, some outreach there. Um, and if you have kids, you, you can bring them, too, because the kids are going to be doing crafts, right? Crafts? Some kind of crafts? Yeah, yes, I get a thumbs up. Okay, I'm going to close in prayer and, pardon? Tuesday the 19th, what did I say? This Tuesday the 19th, but also Tuesday the next, the 26th. Yeah, but this Tuesday, the 19th, and this is all building towards Vacation Bible School, where Lord willing, people in the church are inviting people, but then also we're inviting people. Okay, So we don't really have enough time to get into groups. So I'm going to leave you to do that. If you want to do that now, please do that. You've got a half hour. It's plenty of time. If you don't want to do that, um, I'm, I'm not keeping track. So if you want to do that, you've got plenty of time to have a nice going through the, the gospel conversation with someone and practicing. If not, you can greet someone and grab a snack. Uh, I'm going to close in prayer. There's the resources up here, but... Uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll let the adults grab those. Let's pray. 
Oh, Father, we are needy, Lord, and I'm thankful for the things that you've reminded us of, and I thank you for the wisdom of the saints together. I thank you, Father, that we have a testimony that we can share. I thank you, Father, that you have rescued us from eternal punishment. I thank you, Lord, that we love your Son and that your grace has been outpoured uh, to us, Lord. Father, this, we don't want to turn this into kind of a, a, a mechanical thing, a procedure, um, Lord, a simple do these three things, um, Lord, but yet we do want to grow in confidence and we want to grow in skills and we know that people are going to have these kinds of responses. You ask people a yes, no question and we know people are going to respond with a yes or a no or a maybe. So please, Father, help us to grow in our skills. Um, thank you so much for those who came here this morning willing uh, to, 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 to be stretched, even planning on having conversations. We didn't get to those, but I think the time has been beneficial, Lord. And so please uh, help us to uh, keep growing as we have these conversations. In Jesus' name, amen.